Hi, I'm Paul. And I'm John. And we're hijacking our own podcast feed to bring you the first episode of Season 2 of The Minute Podcast. So if you were hoping for a plug-in missing episode, go ahead and skip this week. Or maybe don't. Maybe discover a whole new world of exciting podcasts by the same people. <laughs> that more or less covers uh, a very small amount of media and then talks about it for a ridiculously longer period of time. <laughs> it's going to be great, so stick around. Oh, and by the way, if you like The Minute Podcast and you're interested in listening to more, of course, we have our back feed over at theminutepodcast.com, or we have a, another brand new episode. So there's a, you know this episode right here, we're back, and then there's another new episode on The Minute Podcast feed right now. So you can go listen to that right now. All right, on with the show. Hi, I'm John. And I'm Paul. And this is The Minute Podcast. If you give a mouse a cookie, I'm pretty sure he'd write a book. But give us 60 seconds of footage, we'll still tell you where to look. With a concept this simplistic, I can't believe we brought it back. But give us just a minute, and we'll give you season two of the podcast. The Minute Podcast. Great, as you probably know by now, the Minute Podcast is back with season two of a Yay. conversation between John and myself, where we review a listener-submitted minute of content. John, what clip are we looking at today? Uh, today we're discussing a minute clip from the 1993 animated film, We're Back, a dinosaur story, uh, specifically the eighth minute of the movie. And uh, with our new season, we've got some new sort of... Uh, uh, the formats, I guess, and mm -hmm. this is one of them. Uh, this format is uh, one of us knows the clip and has chosen the clip, specially curated for the podcast, <laughs> uh, and uh, presents it. And so this is my clip for you, Paul. I'm honored to review it with you. <laughs> but as you said, there's also two other types of episodes. We're still going to be doing the original You Submit It, We Review It, and we think that's still going to be our default as long as we have the content. But we yep. also have a... Jeez, what do you call it? It's not a robot, but we're going to be yeah, a bot that's going to... Minute bot. Uh, a minute bot, yep, which is going to ping the movie database and just pull in random minutes of content as well. So if we don't have anything we're really excited about, we can always default to that. So you'll never miss out on the premium, premium content <laughs> that we're bringing you here. The highest of content. The highest of content. And Pure we are so... uncut minutes. <laughs> yep. And we're so excited now to be part of the Maximum Pun Network, a group of like-minded podcasters who understand that the only way to stop a bad man with a pun is a good man with a pun. So please visit Maximum... Bleh. Fuck. So please visit MaximumPun.com slash MinutePod for more info on our exciting new network today. Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. So, Paul, uh, what's our level of familiarity uh, with this film? Uh, since I'm the one that picked it, I, 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 I've seen this movie... Uh, however, I don't think I've seen it in probably about 20 years. I didn't even completely watch it for this for reasons I'll get into, uh, you know, uh, later. However, uh, you know, how about you, Paul? Have you ever seen this movie? I watched it a lot as a kid, John. You picked one I know a lot about, I think, oh, but damn. I'm going to choose to operate in a universe in which I don't remember anything. Well, you only saw this scene as of like how many years ago has you seen this film? Uh, more than 10, probably more than 10? 15, 20. Okay. 15 or 20 years. So so this is uh that's a lot of like, you know, dust on the glass, so to speak. Well, it's certainly true. Let's jump into it though, John. Okay. A quick 15 second intro here. This is really a scene about four dinosaurs getting to know each other over some hot dogs, and that's really <laughs> all the context we have, which is a lot of fun, I think. Mhm. Mm 
Yep. So, uh, Paul, I think it's about time we do a script read. I'm really excited that we're implementing script reads as part of season two. Yeah. Yeah. This is a new feature, audience. I don't want you to be scared, but we're going to actually read out, uh, you know, what happens in the minute of uh, content. So if you stick along with us, you'll, you'll basically, you won't even have to watch the clip, really. So, you know, we're doing you a service. Uh, this is absolutely not copyright infringement. Okay. Right, we've got four characters in this. Is what I'm saying. Oh yeah, we've got four characters in the scene: Rex, Elsa, Woog, and Dweeb. I'll be playing the parts of Rex and Woog. And John, do you want to be Elsa and Dweeb? Yep, that sounds good to me. All right, <clears throat> get in character. Mm-hmm. Hey, how did I do that? I'm Elsa, enchanted and delighted to make your acquaintance, Rex. Oh, pardon my wingspan, won't you? Just please. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. I'm Woog. You want a hot dog, or do you want a hot dog? Is it good? Is it good? Words fail me. (laughs) How many have we had today, dweeb? 250, and that's with everything. Take it on faith, Rex. You want a hot dog. Hi, I'm dweeb. Gotta have mustard on it. Don't forget the sauerkraut. I was amazed by the sauerkraut. She laid an egg. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did. Ha <laughs> I laid an egg. Oh, I was so embarrassed. Rex, I feel such a fool. But I must say it. You're a rough and rough, handsome fellow. <laughs> Forgive me. I'm so flighty. Which is funny because she's a pterodactyl. Yes. Uh, or a pterodon, technically, Paul. Some sort of flying lizard creature. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, uh, they're, they're all right. They don't have the endurance of an Argentavis, but I, you know, I think they get pretty far. Nerd. <laughs> all right. Okay. So, John, so uh, let's there's move on a, to interpreting this. Yeah. There's a lot to get through here. I want to focus though on the hot dogs. Why mm-hmm. are these dinosaurs eating hot dogs? Where did they get them and how are they cooking them? What do you think okay. is going on? So, so this is something that I can actually like, like plug into here because I don't think anybody who's even seen this film knows what the fuck is going on in this scene. <laughs> uh, other than the fact that they're being introduced to one another, uh, they're in a strange, like, mechanical location with a a hot orb in the middle of them, like, like mm-hmm. almost like a fire, like a fire pit, except it's just a hot orb. Um, it's just a and, future fire. Yeah, and then stacked around it, like, like in, like almost like a, like a hemisphere of hot dogs, basically. <laughs> Did um, they stack the hot dogs, or were the hot dogs like that? I am surprised at their dexterity uh, as, like, you know, uh, intelligent dinosaurs. Uh, however, it does feel like a much more mechanical thing. Like, almost like the hot dogs are being extruded from the floor or something, maybe? I actually don't think they are. We could see in the background there were boxes of hot dogs, so I oh think they had God. to stack them up themselves. I d- John, you're out of the game. You're out of the minutia game. Yeah, I know. I'm... <laughs> I, I, I can't no observation skills anymore. I've lost it all in the past six months. Um, but they are cooking them by just placing them around this hot orb. What is this orb, Paul? I think it's just a future fire. And in the future, you don't have <laughs> fire. Why would you need it? You can just make orbs hot and cook things that way. You can have direct <laughs> contact. You're not going to risk burning. I think it's a great <laughs> invention. Uh, yeah, the, a good old hot orb, just like uh, just like mother used to use. Um, mm-hmm. so it's like a reverse Dutch oven, I guess. Um, but yeah, 
And, and of course, like, this is a room, like, these dinosaurs, how big do you think these hot dogs are, Paul? The question of scale is something I did <laughs> want to talk about in general, not just the size of the hot dogs, but the fact that this pterodactyl-looking lady is the same size as a T-Rex, almost, so what size are the hot dogs, even? I think size doesn't exist in this universe. Yeah, uh, I think I think it's whatever size uh, gives them the the weirdest composition. <laughs> because I can't say the best. Yeah. I have to say the weirdest composition. Uh, this movie did take four years to make, so they put thought into it. Um, like I, <laughs> uh, so yeah. So there's 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 a few other questions here. Uh, for instance, aren't uh, Triceratops and Parasaurolophuses? Uh, herbivores and that would be woog and dweeb did you identify these dinosaur species by sight or have you looked into this one um well a triceratops i feel like that's obvious uh the parasaurolophilus lophosis lophosis uh is uh is of course everybody's favorite dinosaur that just rolls off the tongue isn't it paul no it's on imdb is what (laughs) Mm, okay that's Uh, fair yeah, it it says uh, dweeb the parasaurolophus. <laughs> you know, <Parasar. laughs> I wonder if they would eat hot dogs if we went back in time and tried mm-hmm. to feed them to these animals. I think they might because they don't really have a meat-like consistency exactly, and I think That's they true. would be so foreign to these animals that it wouldn't register as food or not food necessarily in the same way. That's true. Uh, although. Like, one might suspect that hot dogs have scent, like, right? Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> like a hot doggy scent. Uh, it isn't necessarily a meat scent, but it is certainly in the meat variety of scents, right? Like, Do you remember that scene in Good Burger where they try to feed one of the bad burgers, one of the big ones, to whoever's dog, and he just won't eat it because it's so processed? Yeah. yeah. I, I think that's what that. we're going to run into here. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so they need to be... Uh, like domesticated basically in order to eat hot dogs is what you're saying probably possibly or maybe it's Mm. too processed even for that no that's true such a sad thing these hot dogs it really is john they appear to be in some sort of futuristic mayan temple why is that (laughs) um so it, it is this is a weird so the architecture of this building is confusing because it seems to be both like an orb itself while also still having more orb below it like several orbs stacked on top of each other and some smaller hot orbs in the middle yes hot orbs in the middle bringing it all together um but yeah i think another sort of development <laughs> in this minute is that the uh pterodon is hitting on the t-rex um why? i know this is a kids movie john but <laughs> Because I'm already inventing a universe where I haven't seen it before, I'm uh-huh. also going to live in a universe where there's definitely a sex scene in here at some point. <laughs> and it's not graphic, but it's not tastefully done. Okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, a lot of weird angles. Dutch angles, especially. Um, you know, those horny Dutch. Um, but the... the Yeah, so the, the pterodon hitting on the T-Rex is a strange development. I mean, they are the only carnivores out of the four of them so i guess she just like i guess she was just like you know we've got some common interests um although she feels like a caricature of like a hollywood golden star you know like a golden age of hollywood actress or something right 
She does, yeah. I, I'm torn here, John, because I have a funny theory as to why she's doing this, but it's built on the fact that I've already seen this film, and okay. I don't know if that's in the spirit of our podcast to talk no, go about. Go for it, Paul. Go for it. So we know that these dinosaurs have been gifted sentience by man, basically. <laughs> and I just think it's hilarious that this pterodactyl's first reaction is just to be, be horny AF and really try to get with the biggest carnivore in the room, whereas <laughs> the immediate reaction of the, the other two is just to cram some dogs. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, like, it does make sense because, like, once they mate, I feel like then they just turn against the herbivores and, you know, consume them in order to propagate their species. Like, it... I feel like things are unfolding as one would expect. Uh, I guess that's a why lot the... more, just a lot more sort of like courteously. <laughs> so two questions. One, more of a statement. I guess that's why the hot dogs are actually there so they don't have to eat their friends. Mm. So we've got that built in. Second thing though, what would their kids look like? Uh, <laughs> little tiny little wings. They look like chickens, like just giant chickens, right? Like they'd, they'd have tiny wings because they got tiny Tyrannosaurus arms. That's what I was imagining, uh, is whatever species a, a Tyrannosaurus Rex has sex with, um, the kids just add that, have that additional <laughs> vestigial limb. Yeah, they just have tiny arms. Yeah, so they, they just... started off with no arms at all, and then he, I guess it had sex with a well-armed dinosaur and acquired <laughs> those. It's going to get tiny wings next. Yep, yep. That's how evolution works, Paul. I'm excited to see where this goes. Yeah, yeah, no, it's interesting development. I mean, I can only assume by how horny everything is that this must be a Don Booth film, uh, you know. And the sequel's seems... just a softcore porn. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it's in the uh, the uh, uh, curtained off or beaded off, uh, beaded curtain off uh, area of the of the movie store. And you're always like, Mom, but Did I you say swear, the, the I beaded see, off area of yeah, the, the movie beaded, store? Mm, mm, John, mm. John, family <laughs> show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right so uh so what is the conflict of this movie paul if we're in this weird utopia is it is it that they're contemplating eating or not eating the the pterodact the no not the, the, the triceratops and the parasaurolophus so i i think this movie is really about a fancy future zoo oh. where they've brought these dinosaurs back but man has evolved to such a heightened state that the barbarity of dinosaurs actually isn't appealing. Mm -hmm. Instead, what they want is the dinosaurs just to kind of be like stupid people. So they just brought <laughs> them up to that level. And yeah. they'll basically live in apartments and they'll just have cameras in them. Reality TV, I guess. I'm just inventing reality TV with dinosaurs. I think actually what you're inventing is, uh, what is it, that, that uh, sitcom that the uh, Jim Henson worked on in mm -hmm. the 90s. Mm -hmm. uh, what is that called again? Uh, it was just called Dinosaurs. Dinosaurs. There you go. You hit it on the head, Paul. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So so basically, this is a prequel to Dinosaurs? I think so. Uh, and do they love the baby, not the mama? Either way, you got to feel bad for Earl. <laughs> That's true. Mm. I mean, the, the, the spoilers for Dinosaurs, you know, you can skip ahead about one minute. Um, but they do all die in the end. <laughs> 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 so there's that too all right john what do you think this movie is really about um i think this movie is about uh, a fraternal struggle of uh chaos and order uh and also terrifying children uh and also giving them weird like tra transformation kinks or something like that 
and he does that successfully, gotta say. Mm -hmm. Well, John, can we recommend either the movie I've described or the movie you've described? Uh, no. (laughs) I don't think so. I think the movie as it actually exists is probably still okay, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, so... What I did want to say is the reason I didn't watch this whole movie uh, before doing this, and I had actually planned on doing it, I sat down and I was, you know, trying to watch this movie, I became incredibly bored. And I sort of Hmm. was worried after about, like, 30 minutes or so that I would actually dislike this movie if I kept watching it. But I I have fond memories of watching this over at my friend Emily's house and stuff like that as a kid. So I was just like, you know what, I don't need to see the rest of this movie uh, so I just skipped to the end, saw the ending. Um, yeah. So yeah, that was basically it. <laughs> That's kind of how I feel about hot dogs too. Yeah, definitely about hot dogs. Hot dogs are best left to memories. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for joining us for the first episode of season two of the minute podcast. Don't forget to check out our other podcast plug in missing, which is a journey through some of the greatest flash cartoons of the early two thousands. We've got what? 30 episodes up of that one, John. Uh, 32, I believe, as of today. Excellent, and they're all great. If you want to support the <laughs> podcast, you can review us on iTunes or wherever fine podcasts are downloaded. But please also submit a minute of your own to make us talk about. Our next episode is going to be a listener submission, so that should be a lot of fun. And we'll talk about anything you send us, I think, as a rule so far anyway. Yep. Um, other much. stuff you can do to support the show, you can reach out to us at theminutepodcast at gmail.com. You can at us on the various social media platforms at MinutePod, or just, you know, talk to us in real life. As <laughs> always, right. this episode was co-hosted by Paul Reberg and John Ward, produced by John Ward, edited by John too. Haha, ha, got he. Um, <laughs> that's the end. Wait, no, there's, there's a stinger we were supposed to do at the end of each one. Um, hmm. So please join us next week where we'll ask you... Uh, what would you do if you obtained sentience by a future a future man person? Holy crap, you made it to the end. We'll be back next week to do it all again. Until then, be well and be sure to take a minute. The Minute Podcast. <laughs>